It takes money. You are known as like Ben Ben the Party Man. I mean, I don't know if that's the chance we were saying, but it was definitely internally going on. A lot of people don't give a shit about cricket. A lot of people do fucking love Jenga. So true. Draw two. (laughs) Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some pain. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. It's in ramblings. Do you think that Daniel Beddingfield and Natasha Beddingfield should go on tour together. Are they related? I don't think so. I, I don't think one of them is... They're not both Beddingfields. I would have noticed that before now. Did I get it wrong? I think you may have. Yeah, I, there was a, is... there's a good chance that I definitely fucked it up. As I was saying, I'm like, maybe he's not called... I don't think he is. I'm going to look it up. Oh, no. You got me there. He's Daniel Beddingfield. And what did, he, what did he sing? That song about having a bad day. Is that him? No... Isn't it? Oh, no, they are both betting fields. Well, thank you. I'm sorry. Well, because back in the day, I was like, what would happen if anti-pesto and pesto collide? Mm. But then it turned out it was anti-pasto. And I was like, well, another crisis averted. You'd have just made like some kind of black hole of pesto. Right. So fortunately, only one of those things is a thing. Yeah, they're related, you idiot. Are they like brother and sister? Yes. Or maybe even they could hook that up. They both have not had a hit for, according to um, YouTube... Natasha Bedingfield's videos are like from eight years ago. Yeah. And I feel like there's a good chance they were posted well after her career peaked. Okay. Well, I don't know any of his songs. I thought he was the guy that sang Had a Bad Day. Did, did he do that? <laughs> gotta Get Through This? Yeah. Yeah, gotta he did get Gotta Get Through This. through this. I mean, good, it's similar. Jam. And that was 10 years ago, according to YouTube. I mean, those are quite similar messages. You see how I got mixed up. They're both about sort of getting through... You gotta, a bad get, day. you gotta get through things, <laughs> yeah. whether it's this or a bad, or a bad day. day. <laughs> I'm gonna look up You Had a Bad Day. Who's that song by? Oh, Daniel Powder. Daniel Powder? Jeez, I wouldn't I know, have right? that there. <laughs> I thought you meant like it was Had a Bad Day by Mr. Powder. He's quite. He's quite already, good. like, just his name. You think yeah. He's already, like, given up. Well, yeah, you're the Powdy guy. You're the Powder. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And this is episode 148 of Insane Ramblings. A very peppy episode. Are you feeling peppy? Uh, I mean, now that I've said it, how really? can I not be? Oh, is that how that works? That's <laughs> the power of positive thinking. Ah, uh, this is uh, the secret. But yeah. <laughs> 180th episode. Well, I've, I uh, mentioned yesterday to a friend, like, hey, you should come to this party. Right? Yeah. And then they came. And he's like, Amazing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an invite. I don't want to put anyone out. Because mm. that's how parties work. I did not do anything. Yeah. But this morning I got thanked for getting him an invite. Nice. And, you know. You said I put the request out to the universe. That counts as doing something. Right. Surely that's the secret in action. I don't think he's heard of how parties work. It's not a one person in, one person out system. He won't arrive and someone has to leave the party. No. Like what is it? Like a ball pit? You know how it is. Like an escape room? It's like, we, if he didn't already have an invite now, maybe it's because they didn't want him there. Oh, yeah, okay. Where is this event? Wouldn't you like to know? That's what I'm asking. No, it's oh, I'll ask the universe and see if I find out. <laughs> well, Gee, I really wish I knew whose event this was. Vicky, hmm. if you were invited, you would know already. Oh, okay. Right? No, it's uh, <laughs> Natasha, my ex-girlfriend's 30th. Oh. You've been invited. Are you oh. not coming? Uh, maybe. You should come know. because I need people to talk to. Okay. Well, you sounds like you've recruited your own crew. That's basically what I'm doing. Like, okay. I haven't looked really caught up with her in the last seven years or so no. since we broke up. Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen her maybe like once or twice in that period. And she's going to be as the host. Like, they're always busy. Oh, yeah. Like, and you have the worst time at your own party. Everyone's going to be demanding her attention. Mm-hmm. You want to be and demanding other people's attention. 
Well, it's like so she's demanding all the attention. Whose attention do I demand? Yeah, that's what you're. Thinking. I need I need some people <laughs> on my team. Yeah, that I can just demand attention from. I can chill with while the party goes on. You know how mm-hmm. that goes, like. We all discussed like Christmas parties last year. Yeah. It's much like that. Oh, you want the Jeng? You need a, a human Jenga to take along. Yeah, I don't know if a Jenga will go down as well. Like the Christmas party is neutral territory. Right. If you take a party game to someone else's party, <laughs> yeah, that's I feel not like good. then I'm like taking over and. Uh, yeah, I would be annoyed, but you can bring Uno to my party. Maybe I'll bring Uno to my party. Okay. <laughs> just, just some other great ideas. Anyway, if I. Uh, if I'm so good at just being like, hey, I can get the universe to get people invites to parties, surely just the fact that I'm like, hey, I'm peppy mm. means I'm, I'm feeling peppy now. I don't feel peppy. I feel wilted. Well, we'll see how we feel by the end of the show. Maybe mm. you'll have come around. Do you think it might reverse? I don't think I've ever felt wilted before. This is my first experience of feeling wilted. What do you, how is it? It's not great. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, I feel like you have felt in the vicinity of wilted. Oh, okay. nothing. Like, what words would you ascribe to it? Uh, deflated <laughs> Definitely being deflated Yeah, there's one true. in the same basically That is true When I was laying on the couch earlier And you put an extra pair of pants on me Like you didn't put them on me That sounds weird Like <laughs> <laughs> Vicky was uh, requesting shorts It's, it's yeah. very hot as has been a running theme For the last few episodes Ugh. of the podcast And so you came and laid them on me On top of my Where they would late, later go and I kind of just <laughs> dangled them above you Yes, anyway yeah. Then they like landed on me in a flat fashion and I felt like I'd been deflated because I looked down and I looked like a flat man with flat pant legs. And so, yeah, I'm giving you a gift, the gift of shorts. Yeah, it was a good gift. And yeah, you're still not happy. So just no pleasing some people. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I've got some important pressing news. I think it's embarrassing. To. So that's disappointing. I've got some embarrassing news. <laughs> it's just uh, embarrassing to no one here. Oh, that's good. Headline, this is from uh, Variety.com. Yeah, good. Joshua Homme. Actually, they actually just go with Josh Homme. Yeah, they're on nickname terms with him. Yeah, I don't know if people call him that. Maybe, like, Well, maybe him and Variety are bros. Apparently, because <laughs> at least on his uh, radio show, he was going by Joshua Homme. So this feels a little too informal mm, for, it's very intimate. for the uh, accusation that's about to come afterwards. But well, anyway. maybe that's they feel that they can accuse him. You know how, like, friends stab you in the back, best friends stab you in the front? But it's like when all the Bill Cosby stuff was going down. It's not yeah. like Billy Cosby. Was, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cosbo, yeah. as we call him around right. the traps. Yeah, I just don't think I would accuse you of something and call you Benjamin. Because, yeah. But like, I would definitely write Benjamin Arm. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> Made famous by episode 48, I think. By uh, my, my ticket home from Japan. That's right. Josh Homme. Kicks female photographer in the head at KROQ Acoustic Christmas. That is embarrassing. Exclusive. (laughs) You're right. It is embarrassing news. Queens of the Stone Age frontman Josh Homme can be seen violently kicking a female photographer in the face in a video taken at the K-Rock Acoustic Christmas. I thought you were going to say in a photo, which would be amazing. (laughs) Well, this article has several accompanying photos. That she took? Yeah. Of the, like, the foot coming Mm -hmm. towards her? It's basically... Really? Like when animals attack kind of video? Like, you don't see the... Foot, I don't think, uh. but you definitely see him like looking <laughs> and backing up, going, "I'm gonna kick that woman." Amazing! I would start. I would tour that show around the world in art galleries. <laughs> <laughs> There's two, and they're like very, uh, you know, similar photos. But it's definitely <laughs> he's right about to kick you. That's you. when you were wishing you'd put it on sports mode, right, <laughs> to get a fair view. 
The incident happened during the band's performance on night one of the LA radio station's 28th annual holiday concert on December mm. 9. You can't even argue that you were tired. No. It's day one. Chelsea Lauren, <laughs> a photographer for Shutterstock, said the incident was unprovoked. Shutterstock. And that Homie was even smiling before he struck her. Yeah, I know, right? Like it's <laughs> it's not like Rolling Stone magazine or something. I think don't you just like freelance? I would have thought so. I didn't know that. I don't know that they have official photographers. Yeah, it doesn't quite I have think the same. She's just someone who was there taking photos and will probably later sell them to Shutterstock. Well, I, I guess that's exactly what she was doing. <laughs> I don't think whether or not she was employed by Shutterstock to go to the event may be up for debate. It was obviously very intentional, she said. Homie released a statement on Sunday, December tenth characterizing the incident as an accident. Last night, while in a state of being lost in performance, I kicked over various lighting and equipment on our stage, the statement reads. Including a human equipment. Mm -hmm. Today, it was brought to my attention that this included a camera held by photographer Chelsea Lauren. I did not mean for this to happen. I am very sorry. I would never intentionally cause harm to anyone working at or attending one of our shows, and I hope Chelsea will accept my sincere apology. Now... I'm just going to jump out of the article for okay. a second to highlight. I saw the video. <laughs> it was, it's not an accident. It was very intentional. <laughs> and uh, he did mean to do that. <laughs> I think his apology might be a little more um, uh, ex- likely to be accepted if right. he was actually telling a semblance of the truth there. <laughs> okay. But whatever. Later on Sunday night, he addressed the incident in a series of Instagram videos. Oh. Lauren was on one side of the stage while the three other photographers were together on the other side of the stage. Mm-hmm. In the video, Homie can be seen walking past Lauren then backtracking a step to kick away her camera. Oh. And I saw the video and yes, that's exactly what happened. Wow. Josh was coming over and I was pretty excited. I've never actually photographed Queens of the Stone Age before. I was really looking forward to it. I saw him coming over and I was shooting away, she said. The next thing I know, his foot connects with my camera and my camera connects with my face really hard. (laughs) He looked straight at me. It sounds like like the Dry Bones song. (laughs) The headphones connected to... Camera bone. Camera <laughs> bone's connected. <laughs> Foot bone. He looked straight at me, swung his leg back pretty hard, and full-blown kicked me in the face. Oy. He continued performing. I was startled. I kind of stopped looking at him. I just got down and was holding my face because it hurt so badly. Eventually, she returned to the press room where a rep from K-Rock in the press room received a text from an audience member asking, did the guitarist of Queens of the Stone Age kick a photographer in the face? <laughs> Asking the big questions. Yeah. Lauren returned to the pit to shoot 30 Seconds to Mars and Muse, but went for treatment later that night at Cedars Sinai Medical Center. Yeah. She plans to file a police report Sunday. Minutes after the incident, Lauren said Homie took out what appeared to be a knife and deliberately cut his own forehead, dripping blood for the rest of the performance. That's weird. Wrestlers call this stunt blading or intentional. Did you say cut. wrestlers? Yeah. Wrestlers. You, know, you never seen the movie of The Wrestler? No. Oh, he does this. So, like, Ooh. when they slam uh. each other, like, onto the floor. Then he pulls out like a razor blade and just cuts himself a little bit to make it seem like it was way more brutal than it actually was. Like WWE wrestling. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, like maybe the WWE is like cracked down on that shit. I really hope so because I call that self-harm. Well, I suspect there's also like, you know, a lot more blood rules and it's like you probably get sent off if there's actual blood on the uh, ring and stuff. But at least like back in the day, that's what they used to do. Oh, that's gross. Uh. Yeah, also known as blading or intentionally cutting to provoke bleeding. Is, <laughs> the first which, one's a lot catchier. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why they went predominantly with that term. It's unknown if the 44-year-old homie was under the influence of alcohol or drugs on Saturday. 
At one point, he called the sold-out audience retards before insulting Ooh. the night's headline act, Muse. <laughs> Fuck Muse, he exclaimed. He also encouraged the crowd to boo him, told everyone to take their pants off, saying, I want to give you all a night you'll never remember. <laughs> it's really hard to say if it was on alcohol or drugs. Yeah. Now, I bring this up. Oh, okay. Because I've got one impression. I've got one. Should I go first? Oh, no, not an impression of the story. No. You have one impression of people. Yeah. Whereas I clearly have a multitude. I, I do one voice accurately in this right. world. Mm-hmm. And is the obscure Queen of the Stone <laughs> Age lead singer, yeah, right. Joshua Homme. I mean, you're already struggling for people that know who he is to begin with. And this is the thing. Like, no one knows who he is, but I can do the voice perfectly. So right. it was, it's not the most relevant expre- ex, uh, impression, but I, mean, I love look, doing it. you're not it. playing to a packed crowd. No. But the crowd that is there knows what you're talking about. But if you play a clip from his radio show, The mm-hmm. Alligator Hour, mm. and then you do the impression back to back, people can be like, I see what he did oh, there. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. It's like me and my Ian McKellen. Yeah, right. <laughs> now It's uncanny. I know in this, like crazy times that we live in mm. this is not the worst thing that you can do I mean, it's definitely up there it's not great that's what my fear is. <laughs> that it's not great i don't want to give up this impression but the fact that joshua homie's out there kicking people and calling people retards yeah, well, cutting you... his face off <laughs> he didn't cut it off <laughs> that's a story i mean it's one step away if you had a cracker Harvey Weinstein. Imagine how today would be for you. Yeah, I've already can't do my Harvey Weinstein impression. <laughs> it sort of takes on a dark turn. My Bill Cosby and Louis C.K. impression oh, impressions, wow. they're already out the well, window. Like- <laughs> my Kevin Spacey gone. So this is what I'm left with. And Joshua Homme, don't fuck it up for me, well, all right? too late. Too well, late, my friend. I have to get ahead of the scandal because we put out a series of rerun episodes. Right. Next week's rerun, I do that impression. I reprise <laughs> my famed Joshua Homme impression. Rut roll. And no sooner. How are you going to weather this storm? Well, this is the thing. Like, we recorded that episode before mm. he uh, went and did these crazy I mean, we're things. in, like, George Takai territory now. <laughs> How do you mean? As in, like, we are making comments after the fact to incriminate ourselves. This has got nothing to do with me. This is just, like... We recorded it. I don't know. Obviously, you support the guy. I support his hilarious voice. (laughs) I love the fact that he speaks slowly and incredibly measured for seemingly no reason. Well, I think we found the reason. Why? Because he's He's fucking insane. (laughs) He's mental. I don't know that you need any other reason, do you? Mm, I guess not. (laughs) That's creepy. It's like he's here. My face (laughs) hurts already. I'm sorry, Vicky, but... uh, I, Joshua Homme, must apologize. I didn't mean to kick that woman in the face. I was aiming for the neck. Yes. <laughs> it's much easier to kill someone. <laughs> I was going for both eyes and uh, trying to hit that camera just right over the crowd. <laughs> I just right. fucking hate Shutterstock. <laughs> Who doesn't? That's the worst. I hate stock photos. <laughs> I see where he's coming from. But the problem, yeah, so rarely do we record a podcast that far in advance. Oh, I think they say rarely do we feel so strongly about something. Oh, well, there's that as well. <laughs> but it's coming back to bite me. So I just want everyone to know, like, hey, if you heard this if, right. article and you're like, Joshua Homme, where do I know that name from? Like, don't be like, oh, yeah, Ben. Insane ramblings. It's Ben's best friend. Yeah, I don't want you to go. Obviously, Ben supports him and his right. behavior. I'm, I'm not going around kicking anyone. I Did just... you watch the Instagram videos? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're not going around kicking anyone, your impression's suddenly lacking. That's true. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ready to dedicate my uh, impression to that level. I feel like 
the you know the physical violence doesn't really come across over the air. Mm. You need more of like a visual. I definitely component. don't want you to try to see. But you can try. Why don't you start with cutting your own forehead, and I'll let you know if it adds anything. <laughs> I'm all out of blades, unfortunately. Uh, that's a shame. I know. Isn't that always the case? <laughs> the main impression that I'm struck with, because I thought we were talking about impressions that we'd been struck with, not impressions that we could do. Okay. Damn you, English language, you old scamp. Is wouldn't it be great to get away with that at work? Like that's his job. <laughs> but he didn't really get away with it, did he? I mean, yeah, he did. For about 24 hours. <laughs> but like. I would definitely not be allowed to go back to work. I feel like Queens of the Stone Age is likely going to be fine. Well, I guess he's his own boss, isn't he? Is he? There, I guess. I guess the world is kind of your boss. Yeah, people when... are going to hire you to perform at their parties and whatnot. Right. And so, yeah, if you kick enough people in the face, maybe they'll stop inviting you. But, nah. like, there's very little stopping him from putting out a new album. Yeah, I just, I feel like he... Is allowed to get away with a lot more at work than I am, and that disappoints me. Well, that's the Hollywood lifestyle. Yeah, I guess. Vicky. Imagine if I cut my forehead at work. Yeah, you'd probably get sent home. <laughs> at least. <laughs> They're like, oh, don't worry, she's just blading. Yeah. <laughs> or as some people call it. <laughs> yeah, when you cut yourself to. Purposely cutting your head yeah. to create blood flow. Yeah, it's she's just a big fan of. Uh, the Nicolas Cage, John Travolta film Face, Face Off. off. Yeah. <laughs> I'd definitely get sat in the break room for 15 minutes to think about <laughs> what I'd done. That's for sure. But that's your takeaway. You want to you be able to kick people at work? Like who? Who doesn't? I mean, I'd have you been to work? <laughs> yeah. Like, I know you have a bad day from time to time, but yeah. it's not like, ah, oh, if only society would let me kick someone. Yeah, I'd I would be... love that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly uh, a little relieved we have these <laughs> laws, laws in place. As some people might call <laughs> <Right>. them. <laughs> You're suddenly relieved for society? Well, for me, at least, I'm, since I'm in... Well, like, we don't work together. It's fine. Yeah, but we've got this uh, working relationship <laughs> of sorts. I feel like it's close enough. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I reckon you should be allowed to like kick one person a week. Are we gonna? Or help? like a year. Yeah. One a year. And just be like, well, I guess that's her quota for the year. I I'll yeah, and like, I would just save ten up. Like, I think that would really help me learn to like. You would have to go ten years without kicking someone. I You're know. already saying <laughs> I want to kick someone but at I work. I think that's what would like help me to get over these issues. I'd be like, "You're not worth my kick." I don't think it's going to be like sick days or, I mean, not it like, should be. like holiday yeah, days. Yeah, it should roll over. Yeah. It's not like the purge where it's come and goes. You can save them up. So I'm like, I want to kick you, but I'd have to really hate you. No, nah, because then you'll be like, Stanley's been at this company for 60 years and he's never <laughs> kicked anyone. Like he's just going to go on a spree one day. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like everyone's just cowering in fear at the one day he's like, line he up. him with one big boot on. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's got one normal shoe and one clown shoe. I'm um, six days away from retirement. <laughs> Look out. Get out your butts. Yeah. <laughs> It's Bend over time. accounting. <laughs> you guys have been underpaying me yeah. for years. <laughs> and it's like, no, that was the last accounting team. We came in just like six months ago. <laughs> like, too bad. Matter. You're in the position. The department. Yeah, it's what you symbolize. <laughs> Get your butts out. <laughs> so I got my kicking boot on. <laughs> that would be amazing. All right. Just say we, just, you and me both have like 
our kick saved up. Yeah. You can't kick someone to death. That's the rule. Sure. But like, can I counter your kick with my kick? Yes. It can be mutually assured destruction. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the end of um, like Rocky or something where they're both like freeze framed. on Yeah. The, like about, punch for punch. Yeah. They're about to go for the haymaker. <laughs> it's like me and Vicky doing like a fly <laughs> kick towards each other. Like, no, you have to stand still for my kick and take it like a man. And then I have to stand still for your kick no, and take it like a man. Then it would be like, all right, well, I'm going to kick a little bit harder and yeah. you're going to feel like you got underserved. Well, then I'll save up 10 kicks for you. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'll find you. <laughs> I will find you. Someone, I mean, it might be a parent had a bad day at work. <laughs> <laughs> People have been commenting on um, my bad side coming out lately, Ben, I hear. Well, I wouldn't say your bad side. Oh, okay. But I did get some feedback in the last episode that mm-hmm. apparently... You were unleashing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That uh, What did I previously have leashed? Your <laughs> uh, your language, your <laughs> use of the English language, <laughs> right. perhaps. Okay, I was leashing that. Yeah, apparently you're swearing a lot more in episode 147. Ah, there you go. I didn't realise. No, I didn't notice it either, but that's word on the street. So. Yeah, I didn't realise. Was I previously not? Yeah, you were, uh, you know, very restrained. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I hang around you enough. There was a, a weird phase where you were like... I'm not going to swear anymore. And seemingly it didn't make a difference. <laughs> didn't but, stick? But no. Like I remember it was like when we were even doing the prop shows all. Yeah. It's like they encouraged us not to swear. And I still struggle. You definitely swarmed way more than me on that show. <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't notice any difference. But then again, I hang around you off air a lot more. Yeah. So maybe for people who are just listening to those episodes, they're like, what happened to Vicky? <laughs> she got angry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were thinking it was like some sort of damn broke situation. Yeah, maybe. D-A-M-N. I mean, there, from the 1950s. This wasn't a conscious uh, decision then. No, there was no conscious decision to be... That was the accusation, I think. There wasn't someone asking if I'd made the conscious decision to swear more on the podcast? Or if there was like some kind of reason that all of a sudden... Really? What were their, um, did they have any theories? That maybe you were stubbing your toe on it <laughs> yeah. you know, every five minutes or so. Are you making Vicky do the show from a bed of nails? Because yeah. <laughs> not seem pleased. No, it wasn't a conscious decision. I don't think that there was a sudden like breaking of the banks. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so no explanation. Well, now that you know that, is that going to change your behavior? I feel like I've cut it down naturally today. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how we go. I'll try and coax something out of you. Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> Speaking of holding things in, a woman came into my office today. Okay. A coworker. She came in because she said she had a fart and she couldn't decide if it wanted to go out or in. I don't think that ever goes in. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not a thing that happens. It's a it's a one way valve, Vicky. <laughs> I guess in is the bad. It's a bad phrasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like it was a cliffhanger. What does that mean? Like it sort of was on the edge of glory. Well, it was, so, might have just burned out into nothing. And or it could have become a supernova. And the, yeah, if this was going to be a shining star in the night sky, <laughs> she wanted <laughs> yeah. someone to witness it. Is That's that what right. we're getting at? No, I think she just kind of needed to work out what her butt was doing in a private place. It wasn't private though, was it? <laughs> no, it was, I was there. Yeah. But I'm basically a no one. Oh, I see. It's like, don't mind me. I just need to come here and fart. <laughs> You're basically a hat stand. Just yeah. let me go over in the corner and see if this is a yeah a shooting star or a supernova. <laughs> well, someone else is going to come in and 
they'll be like, oh, Vicky, I didn't see you come in there. And like, don't worry, I get it. I get it. The hat stand thing, <laughs> shooting mad. star. Well, yeah, we know what. Is it the cliffhanger? It's the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then she farted in my office and left. And I was annoyed. I was like, don't do it in here. Did oh, not. you actually like told her not to? Of course. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, if it you're, should go without saying. You were, yeah, seemingly <laughs> okay with it up until the point. No, I said don't do it in here, which I thought would go without saying. And then she's, um, but also ineffectual. And then she said okay, and then slyly looked you in the eyes well, and backed out of the room. No, she was like, oh, I wasn't going to do that. And then the room, like a few minutes later, the room was smelly, and she left. She had already left. Or she, no, she left post smell. What was she doing until then? Like, did she just like start a conversation? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just so. got, you know, it's not quite <laughs> ready yet. Let's kill some time until. <laughs> it's like waiting for your coffee to brew. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a pot on the boil. You're way too comfortable if you're a co-worker. You haven't even been working there for that long. And this is where you guys are at. What? And coming into your office to talk about farts? Not just to talk about it, to fart in your presence. <laughs> Yeah, I like, mean, it is a hospital. You see a lot of things. That shouldn't be one of them, though. No. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like, I've already got a lot to put up with. Why are you just compounding I have to this? be around people's farts that I have to put up with. Like, don't add extra farts. Well, that's the other thing. I, I've got I, patient farts to do right, with. I Your fart is an auxiliary fart that, that I don't want involved in my life. Like, I don't know if this is a doctor mm. or whatever, but there wasn't surely she could just, you know, find a patient's room. <laughs> Because she's not going to see them you again. Can't find patient's room. What if you kill them? What? It has to be quarantined. You're not in like some kind of I sterile environment. Has any, I don't think anyone's ever died by fart before. I'm going to check. Well, this is the dumbest conversation ever. How do you know? I don't know. Maybe it like takes their air, like their breath. Away. It's like, well, don't do it in the room of like a hundred year old man on life support. And he's what like, what's that smell? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Like what if it's so bad it takes your breath away and then they never like catch it again? No. And go into cardiac arrest. Like, I'm more thinking like, as you say, there's like a lot of weird stuff going down at a hospital. Surely there's a guy with like right, a colostomy or bag or you something. just sort of slip it amongst his farts. Yeah. The room already smells bad. <laughs> Gross. Well, maybe she didn't want to go in there in case the fart didn't want to come out and then she's just been exposed to someone else's fart for no reason. Surely there's always a reason to go in the patient's <laughs> room. It's like, oh, I'm just checking this chart or something. No, I, what I mean is why expose yourself to foreign farts if yours is not even coming out? Oh, so it's like, I'm going to find some fresh air in Vicky's <laughs> office. Yeah. And if it doesn't come out, good, because I've just had some nice fresh air. And if it does, well, that more's the pity. But I haven't put myself in the way of a foreign fart for no I'm reason. I'm just scared that you're establishing some kind of precedent. That like, people have come into my office to fart. Yeah, the fact that you didn't immediately scream, like, get the fuck out of here. This isn't a fart room, woman. Those should have been the only words out of those lips. And instead, you just uh, sat back and, like, sniffed your nose a little. Well, and she like, said hmm. she wouldn't. Yeah, well, you know, you can't trust that. No. After her initial reaction, it's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just coming in here to fart. <laughs> she, said she wanted to talk about how she had a fart on the cusp. She wanted to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Like, not just... Don't you ever want to discuss it? No. You've never talked about your farts. I mean, I'm not saying I've never talked about it, but especially with, like, co-workers, <laughs> I'm not like, guys, important news. <laughs> gather around, gather around. Not too close. Yeah. You might want to... You'll find out why in a minute. It's like, I, I may or may not have one on the cusp. <laughs> Let's find out. I got a cliffhanger. 
<laughs> now you're all involved. Yeah. Let's see what happens at the start of season two. I feel like you need some kind of retribution. Like you're going to have to just hang around. Oh, I'm going to take a shit on a desk. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> glad we got these plans already. Yeah. No, just as soon as you uh, feel on coming, you're like, where is Stacy? I got to find <laughs> Stacy. Hold it in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just hotwire a car or something. I mean, not the same thing, but all right, <laughs> sure. You gotta go one bigger. She'll never fart in my office. Okay, this is like gonna be a like you know how war of escalations go. Yeah, it's just I can't imagine a doctor coming into my office to fart. That would be very strange. You say that, but give it three weeks, and everyone <laughs> will be like, "We know what Vicky's office is for." Did I tell you the other day? Speaking of um, weird things your colleagues do, do you ever find yourself inappropriately winking? We've had this, like, when Erica first moved into the apartment. She was a big winker. We had, like, an ongoing debate for, like, I would say months about <laughs> whether or not there's any situation where you can socially wink without it being weird or crazy. <laughs> it's always weird. There was, like, so few. Like, I think we did come up with a couple. What but, was it? Uh, like, again, this is, like, three years ago now. But, for example... Just say... What if you like Mr. Rogers at the end of an episode? Just say there's like a group of three of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm like a wink because something's not true. Uh, yeah. That kind of thing where I'm right. like... Like I can... I'm like, like, yeah, Ben's got the rings, a wink. Yeah, you can wink to me to indicate that you're like lying. Yeah. But the other person won't know. Right. But that's like... Is that it? it? That's, there was like that and maybe one other scenario <laughs> where it's like... You're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> but like almost no matter what else you say along with a wink, it comes off as like very bizarre. Like it's... Yeah. You're either like hitting on them or it's a tough one to slide into the oh, conversation. Yeah. A doctor winked at me the other day. It was very strange. What was the context? Uh, none. I was just like walking past him in like the sort of... In the emergency department, there's like a... What you call a fishbowl? It's yeah. like where all the doctors sit sort of in the middle and you can see all the patients. If you've been to an emergency department, you have seen one. If you've been to an aquarium. Yeah, also, <laughs> if you've ever had goldfish, it's like that, but with <laughs> doctors. So I was just like sitting down and um, was like, hey guys. And he was like, hey Vicky, and winked at me. And then Yeah, he what like, does that mean? Hey, <laughs> I like just kind of like, kind of, you know, the like confused squint. And I was like, hey, yeah, Dr. Blankety Blank. I can't say his first name, which is a concern. Um, but his surname is definitely Blank. <laughs> That'd be amazing. No, I literally can't say his first name. I don't know how. Okay. I've only ever seen it written down. And I was like, hey. And he was like, I just winked at you. I don't really know why I did that. Oh, so he, he acknowledged <laughs> he that it did. was weird. He's yeah. like, that was weird. I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's about. He's turning into like Shooter McGavin all of a sudden. <laughs> I told my brother, he's like, did he do the finger guns? Yeah. That's <laughs> like, you have to follow it up with something like that. Yeah. He was like, I'm not sure why I did that. Maybe I meant to give you the thumbs up. I was like, okay. Yeah, because I've done that. I think like one of the very really early podcasts, we talked about how I went to uh, give a thumbs up to, I think it was like my sister's boyfriend at the time. And I ended yep. up just flipping him off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes I guess like your brain misfires <laughs> and it's like I meant to wave and now all of a sudden I'm like, fuck you, Joe. Or, yeah. You know how it goes. <laughs> And like the wink can get thrown in there. Yeah, but I th he was like actually like doubled over in laughter. He's like, I don't know why I did that. But that's got to be like a good 50% of winks. It's like... I misfired. Just, yeah, I don't know why I did that. What was what was I trying to communicate there? So I was telling that story the other day because you were talking about night shift and just that you go a bit loopy. 
And um, a friend of ours who's a lawyer, who well, a barrister appears in court, he was saying he once winked at a judge. Mm. <laughs> That's a hard one to come back from. It's, it's a challenge. <laughs> so what did you do? So, well, apparently the judge just sort of like chose to overlook it. <laughs> it's a guilty, Your Honour. A wink. wink. Like, like so, so what? Is he, is, okay, it, is he guilty? Yes. A wink. <laughs> so I'm still not getting it here. I said yes. Wink. <laughs> like, right, case dismissed. He's I can't very deal with guilty, this. and yeah. you're excited about it. <laughs> you're lying. No, he was saying. Um, so he does more not like civil stuff, and so the judge was talking to his client, and the client was sort of you know talking about his issues, and so he said, you know. Assuming our friend's name is Jones, he was like, you know, I'm sure Mr. Jones, your counsel, can help you with that. And then our friend was like, sure can. (laughs) So can you help us? Winked at him. I gave him a big old wink. Sure can. (laughs) Yeah, it really seems like you were trying to get away with something. It's like, oh, I'll help him, all right. I think he'll be dead by the morning. I know what you're trying to tell me. Or like he'll be like in Mexico or something. (laughs) Like he's... I'm helping him like, flee the country. Ah, I thought it was more like, I sure can. He'll be sleeping with the fishes. I mean, that's like, this is a problem, <laughs> Mr. Wink. It's never clear what you mean. Um, so now I just assume that doctor is into me. Oh, I have to, <laughs> of course. It's the only uh, logical explanation. I think it's hard to come back from the wink. Yeah, well, he did the right thing. Like, he acknowledged that he You have up. to acknowledge the wink. I think a lot of people would just roll with it and just really? be like, yeah, I, I don't know what happened, but <laughs> I guess I, I winked now. I guess I winked. <laughs> Do you, see, if you winked at someone and you were like, oh shit, I'm not into them. I don't want to give them the wrong idea. Would you feel the need to overcompensate by winking at everyone? How would, how do you fix that? Are <laughs> like, you, do you oh, become no, the I'm, wink I'm guy? Just, yeah, it's my thing. I just <laughs> wink all the time. What do you mean? Uh, if it was... Obviously not. If it didn't go down well, right? I'd probably overcompensate by something like really? that. Really? <laughs> or you'd be like, I've got to go for, you know, message to office. I'm off sick tomorrow for eye surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may have noticed. Well, it's like uh, George Costanza. I just got grapefruit pulp in my eye. Or <laughs> you'd send that to the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OHS report. Please be careful. <laughs> you may note excess winking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, would you come up with some even worse, like, tick to take away from the wink? I'll follow it up with a blink. <laughs> like, a Belinda double blinked. wink. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, so I don't think you can top winking at a judge. I think the judge was yeah, like, no, okay, and just moved on. I think that's probably the uh, the most awkward place you could possibly wink. Uh, really? Uh, as a doctor or as a baris- barrister? Not so much as a barista. As a barista, probably you're quite common. winking at a judge. <laughs> Like, here's your coffee. Wink. A wink. <laughs> like, I don't want to drink this anymore. <laughs> I think as a barista, you can probably get away with it more. What about if it's you're quite a um, winky job? What about winks at a funeral? <laughs> like if you're That's doing doing the eulogy, it's a like wink. Jones was a great man, a husband and a father. Wink. Like what's he? Was he? <laughs> I guess if you all knew he wasn't. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> you what hated him. I mean, why are you doing the eulogy then, really? <laughs> I don't know. That's true. I don't, yeah, it, funerals are not great. I winked at the wedding. When did you wink at the wedding? Ah, uh, you know, as the caught the groom's eye and was just like, it's Maybe last could, chance. Yeah, you sure? Up. You haven't officially become a, a I mean, you know, he, husband and wife yet? You haven't tried everyone and uh, you're not locked in. 
No, um, <laughs> the bridesmaid was one of my friends, so she looked over at me and I winked. Okay, yeah, that's probably a socially acceptable wink. Yeah, well, it's kind of like if it's someone you know and you get their attention and you can't move much of your body. Yeah, it's almost, then the wink's good. It's almost like when your your child is in like a school play. Yeah, and the they acknowledgement see you wink. in the audience amongst like you know the hundred and fifty strangers. Right. They, you can't be like, hey, and put your hands up in yeah, the air. Yeah, but you can just like do a slight wink. Yeah. But I feel like at the wedding, it's full of people that she's friends with. She's not winking at everyone. Well, she just happened to saying. catch my eye. But like surely she sees everyone. Like why are you the one that's like, I'm going to wink with the bride? You wink? No, it was the bridesmaid. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Oh, bridesmaid, I guess. That's More because we made direct eye contact. It was awkward. If I don't react, I'm just staring her down. Yeah, no, I thought, I thought you said <laughs> oh, bride. Oh, not the bride, no. Yeah, because otherwise she's going to be spending half A her... A lot of time winking. Half her, like, you know, her vows just <laughs> winking at the crowd. And like, is she kind of weird twitch? Well, no, but again, if I make eye contact with someone, I feel compelled to do something. Because, like I said, otherwise it's just like, all right, this is on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking brawl. Or <laughs> just like, we're going, we're, you know, I'll meet you in the bushes afterwards. <laughs> Right, okay, it's a bit sexual. Yeah, either way, it's on, but just what kind of on we're talking about. I really wish you could meet this doctor. He's just, he's got interesting reactions in general. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, if I, like, comical, jump out from uh, behind a corner and scare him, he's just like, booga booga. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting reaction. Most people would go off the nervous scream. <laughs> oh, no, today I waved at him and he just, like, raised his eyebrows. So he's got a lot of eye things going <laughs> yeah. on. Well, maybe that's like a step up from the wink. Like I've already outlawed the wink. (laughs) I miss moving my face. Yeah. The eyebrow uh, twitch is still within the playing field. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. Usually you would just wave, but okay. (laughs) Guess we've gone to eyebrows now. I saw something recently. I can't even remember who who it was about. I I believe it was some celebrity or something. So we'll just go with Beyonce because I can't remember who it was about, right? Okay. But it was some offer from some television channel that was like offering me unprecedented access to this celebrity. Mm. We'll say Beyonce. That sounds pretty good. I just don't believe it. I bet it is precedented access. And you bet they're offering it to a lot of other people. (laughs) But also, I reckon there's a precedent for it. Or do you know what kind of access you got? <laughs> no, but at this stage, it would have to be more intrusive than like Big Brother. Yeah, you'd have to be like, all right, I get to rummage around <laughs> Beyonce's medicine cabinet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and maybe a bedside table or two. Like I, I get a videotape of, not even therapy, because Katy Perry's done that. Like there's no, <laughs> what is unprecedented access at oh, this okay. stage? okay, so we're not even talking about unprecedented access to Beyonce. To Beyonce, no, just like, in general. Just un- unprecedented access to a celebrity. Yeah, it just said in big letters. It didn't even really... Cause that's why I don't even remember who was it about. Because mm. it just had in big letters across most of this sign, unprecedented access. So I was like, well, when is that ever true? Yeah, it's always like um, whenever I see a commercial, it's so often they'll advertise a movie. It's like, you've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> and I'm like, well, first of all, this is the sequel. It's all the original. <laughs> so I, imagine, I hope there is some connection. Yeah, I'm going to guess it's a lot like the first one. <laughs> and if not, I'll be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of selling me something I don't want. Right. So. Well, we're talking about sequels today, actually. Okay. Um, so you were telling me about a video game sequel. Yeah, well, I was playing like a new game just before you came and mm-hmm. uh, it was just disappointing. <laughs> See, this is what we've both said is that. Recently, we've been involved in reading or watching things where they take what's good about the first one and add extra things that you don't like 
to well, the second one. That's all. You've always got to have like a a marketing spiel for it where you can't be like... Here's my marketing spiel. Yeah. How good was the first one? This is essentially the same. It's more of that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Remember how much you enjoyed those two hours? How good would that be for four hours? Yeah, well, the thing like... Well, you- okay, take it for this, Ben. Two boobs. Good? It's, it's great. Right. Do you want two boobs with TVs in them or four boobs? I just want the... <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are those my only options? Well, it's either more of the same mm-hmm. or... Like the mixture of two things that are good. I am curious to see these. <laughs> okay, boot TVs well that didn't now. work. No, I definitely want. Hang on, what's on the TVs? Is it more boobs? Is it boobs all the way down? <laughs> Boobception, yes. if you will. <laughs> yes, it's videos of more boobs. No, I'm just gonna go with the standard four. Right. Not, let's not get greedy. Here. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. No one is. That's. I just don't understand why that's not an obvious thing. Do you want two Mars bars? Mm-hmm. Or, like. A mint Mars bar. See, sometimes... <laughs> mint- okay, well, I'm get- not doing well, am I? Okay, do you want a razor blade Mars bar or two Mars bars? I'll just stick with the two. <laughs> Thank but you. sometimes they hit it out of the park. With and these. that is the mint Mars bar. Yeah. That's rare, though. I mean, that's the boobs with boob TVs. That's rare. It's usually like <laughs> boobs with the book club. <laughs> I don't know. What show do you hate? I mean, see, like, boobs don't even need improving. Like, we perfected boobs. That's what I'm trying to say about yeah. some of these video games. It's like, this is the same with perfected everything. boobs. Like, well done. Like, for things... Well done, nature. <laughs> like, um, even, like, there was a, a scandal, I'll go so far as to say, in terms of glad rap. Yeah. I can't remember if it was glad rap or cling film. They're essentially the same product. <laughs> But one I don't of know, them. one's clingy and one's more independent, got its own life. I mean, uh, if you had to choose one of those to be your girlfriend, you'd definitely go with Glad Rap. I mean, she does sound more fun. <laughs> yeah, she's more independent. Yeah. You know, a cling film. True. Ugh. They moved the razor on the box from yeah, like, like the it. bottom to the top. Yeah, no. Mistake. Which, like, of course, when you pull the Glad and or cling film out of the package, <laughs> mm. you then pull down. Yeah. You don't pull up. No one pulls up. It's a disaster. It's the worst. And so everyone hated it. We mm. switched brands for a while because we're like, well, this is bullshit. It was, yeah. I got one of those like strip things you can add to uh, your Way too much effort. Really? I was a fan. Because um, you put the sandwich on it and then you do the slice. Oh, I understand the concepts. I don't contraire because you would have one if you understood the concept. No, because it like bunches up underneath no, the slider. So and uh, it's like we... We invented the slider because yeah, right. now we've got a problem. There was never a problem before. I know, that's true. I'm boobs with boob TVs. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to... So uh, they eventually went out and they were like, hey, we fucked up. Mm. There was probably like a new CEO on the scene. He's like, I've got to make my mark. Right. Razor's going to the top now and everyone's like, you're mad. And he's like, trust me on this. And then... It's a thing. Every, the stock it's the new iPhone plummeted. Yeah, and they're like, all right, we're backtracking. We realized not the new iPhone. We messed with perfection. <laughs> what were we thinking? Same thing like shapes. Same thing like Nokia thirty three ten. No, not the same thing. <laughs> really? Because I feel like that was perfection. Shapes the uh, mm. the snack based chip. What do you? Uh, is it a the chip based snack? Do you mean the snack based chip know. is confusing? What are you having chips for a meal? What do you mean the well, snack based chip? What would chip? you classify a shape as? Because if it's not a chip, then what is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is awkward, One of the isn't mysteries it? of life. I guess it's a chip. So they changed their flavor to like now with new and improved snack. or whatever it was, right? Yeah. 
it sucked. Oh, yeah. And then, like, shortly after, they came back on the store shelves and it's like, hey, we've got both the new one and the old one. Mm-hmm. Which I am glad, at least, that they backtracked on their horrible decision making. Mm. But every so often, I'll grab a packet uh, off the, the shelf without one. looking. And it's like, oh, I got the shitty shapes. <laughs> and I'm like, why do they persist with this? No one likes the new one better. I reckon in general on shelves, right? If you're picking up what is potentially the well-known shittier version of something, mm-hmm. there should be like a Windows-like alert. Like, you know, before you delete something, it's like, are you sure? Yeah, it should be like Indiana Jones <laughs> where the shelf is like weighted. Yeah. And if you pick it up, then it it's registers. Like, Stop. Yeah, and it's Did like, you know? <laughs> right. You took the crap shapes. Yeah. You have to acknowledge that you want new shapes. Yeah. Because I have the same problem like as did your father back in the day where I'll frequently accidentally pick up like the diet or salt reduced version of things. Oh, uh, I hate that. Isn't it the worst? There's nothing worse than picking up the diet two-minute noodles. Like I'm already eating two-minute noodles. Like I'm essentially licking cardboard. Like what more do you want from me? And it's also like... There's not that much less fat, surely, <laughs> in the diet two-minute noodles. What? Yeah, like, what it makes these diet? Yeah, it's, it's got to be 95% the same <laughs> right. ingredients. It's not like they're dripping These are just a hollowed out. Yeah, just less noodles <laughs> yeah, or something. That's right. Well, it's like I think it might have been like Snapple or something. Yeah. They introduced like Snapple 50. And it was literally half the size. No, no, it's just like half the ingredients, but then they top it up with water. Hey. And so it's like, yeah, technically it's healthier for you, but I could just make this at home. Right. I'll just buy normal Snapple. Yeah. And I'd just get twice the amount for the same price. <laughs> but I feel you yeah, like with the, the sequel, they always feel like the pressure to innovate. Mm. Like, I'm saying don't. Yeah. Sometimes they just go too far. Indeed. And it's like, we already had something that worked perfectly. Give me more of that. Yeah. I obviously liked the last one. I know. It's like a- if you have a sandwich you don't go back to the restaurant and you're like i want to try your 50 other sandwiches no but then i do get like paralyzed sometimes where i see a menu like that Mm. and i'm like well i'm sticking with the classic like yeah i know what i like and i'm 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 like you know i'm gonna get that every time but Mm. am i missing out sometimes i do that as well because i have the two dishes i always order at thai and Mm -hmm. i love thai so it's frequently Every so often I'll go to the menu and order something else. And I always regret it. I know. That's the problem. <laughs> I was exactly about I've to I've never that. once been like, I'm glad I branched out. I'm no, never right. glad. Don't branch out. No. If there's one lesson that you can no. take away from this podcast, don't, branch, don't out. branch out. If you're on a good thing, double it. Double down. <laughs> double down. If you're enjoying it, chances are more of it would be good. You order that classic Thai dish and give the <laughs> server a wink That's while you're right. at it. That's right. Make it two pad ties a week <laughs> like should i is that one or two i'm still confused no one no one knows. no one knows changing topics a bit mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> as is the case on this show <laughs> well no it's just more talking about inappropriate behavior okay do you are you in a human arch fan yeah i went to a concert there's a song right that makes me wonder does it have just play it and then i'll ask you how it sounds coming from a woman if it has the same amount of impact. Okay, what song are we going for? Uh, let me just put it on for you. Cause them pictures to sell. Now don't you feel stupid? Yeah, that's egg on your face. If you wasn't so ugly, I put my dick in your face. Dick in your face. Put my dick in your face. Yeah. It's a classic. I mean, it's catchy, if nothing else. Mm. But I feel like it's a lame insult coming from a woman. 
Well, you know I'm not going to do it. And she doesn't have any dick to put in my face. Oh, no, because you don't have a face. Oh, yeah. Well, we already established <laughs> I mean, my face-off affinity. Because your face is so big, it's hard not to put things in it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always getting dicks in my face. Right. That one's making the intro. giant moon face. <laughs> is it not as impactful coming from a woman? No, it's more impactful. That's weird. Why? Because the... I feel like you got to be way more worked up as a woman, like <laughs> to even like go there. Really? Like, what? It's a go-to for guys to tell people to suck your dick. It's like you know how in um, the UK they can call people cunts, and it almost is like a term of endearment. Isn't that what people say about Australia? I don't know if this is actually true because British people seem to ba- say it about Australia, and Australians seem to say it about Britain. But I've done a lot of travelling, and no one seems to appreciate it. <laughs> well, definitely, like if you go by. Uh, like Reddit, for example, right. they're always like Australia has this reputation of calling everyone cunts, mm. but it doesn't like in my day to day life. Really, I, I can't remember the last time I've had that opportunity. Yeah, no one's calling me a cunt for better or worse. <laughs> no, indeed. But now I, that's a wedding vow. But judging <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the wedding that you attended. Sadly, no. Uh, but I would wink after that line. <laughs> oh, that really got me. Woo! <laughs> I nearly died laughing. But I have watched a lot of Ricky Gervais sitcoms. Right. And he's always throwing it around. Yeah, because everybody knows real life is just like TV. I mean, that's what I've got to go on. So <laughs> in terms of evidence, I'm seeing it way more in British pop culture than Australian. Right. So, so anyway. I feel like it's that kind of equivalent. Like you can, a guy can be like, I'll suck my dick. And it mm. doesn't really mean like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. I, yeah, you're, you're like pissing me off so much that you're literally going to get on the ground right now and suck my fucking dick. No, it's just like, uh, I think like the Hawks are going to win the game tonight. I suck my dick, dude. Really? Like they're not going to win. No one's. No, course. I've never heard anyone say it to that little provocation. I feel like that's, you know, as a guy, mm. it, it can happen. <laughs> okay. But like a woman, yeah. rarely does that seem to be the case. I don't think I've ever said it because it just seems ridiculous. Well, that's why it's so great because like the one time, but even in episode 147 where you let loose and started <laughs> swearing your head off, oh, yeah. you didn't proclaim that anyone should suck your dick. So that's- I think I would have to be pretty frustrated because like, I would just have to be, be angry beyond reason. And this is my point. Oh, like, you know that when a woman's like, suck my dick. She's not thinking straight. You're like, whoa, shit's about to go down because this... Uh, She's forgotten. She doesn't have a dick. Yes, She's so angry. Right. She's boiled over to the point of insanity here. That's how I feel. Like, I would never... I would have to be out of my conscious mind. Yeah. Which is so great. <laughs> Really? So you're like, whoa, she's actually lost the knowledge that suck my dick is not a, a good insult coming from her. She no, must it, be pissed. It's the greatest insult. Okay, well, yeah. I'll use it more often. No, well, don't, because then it's going to spoil the, you know. Oh, spoil it for the rest of the ladies. Yeah, you've okay. got to say it when you mean it. Okay, good to know. I mean, obviously you love it. <laughs> I don't know if I go so far as love it. You seem if, to have loved that too. If someone, if I'm out at a bar. Yeah. And then there's like a woman that's just like shouting at the top of her lungs and in the heat of the moment she mm. yells suck my dick the what are you dj for? the dj would require to record scratch at that <laughs> point and everyone should turn and pay attention <laughs> to what happens next because you know shit's about to go down that's okay. all i'm saying well i was i was gonna say since you love it so much do you see yourself being friends with Nicki minaj like you're grinning ear to ear she sounds like you're kind of late. It is also funny. It's quite funny. Yeah. That's what I think it's more, it's more funny than like, I would worry that people would laugh more than they would 
appreciate how annoyed I was. Don't you want to bring laughter to the world, Vicky? Not in that circumstance. I want to kill you. <laughs> I don't want to put my dick in your face. I want to choke you with it. Why is that not an insult? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what's your question? Like, would I be friends with Nicki Minaj? Well, like, I, I mean, you're Cheshire catting it right now. Would you date her? You seem to be loving her work lately. Uh, I'm just saying. I don't think that uh, she would want to date me is more of the thing. What do you mean? Are you saying... Like, she's she, so... High? Above you? <laughs> yeah. She's so she's lovely. She's so lovely. <laughs> like Cleopatra or Joan of Arc or even Aphrodite. Mm. Yeah. No. Who's that song by? Oh, it's another like... <laughs> it's another one-hit wonder that... Is it Eagle Eye Cherry? It's not Eagle Eye Cherry, but... Like, it's like Eagle Eye Cherry. You know oh, what I mean? Please, Eagle Eye Cherry is A-list compared to oh, whoever sings this mean? song. I mean? Eagle Eye Cherry has that one song. It's the, of the same ilk. Yeah, at least you They're- know who Eagle Eye Cherry are. <laughs> is that more than one guy? I thought Eagle Eye Cherry was a man. I assume it's a band. Oh, really? I thought it was a man. I'm just trying to say, Eagle Eye Cherry is not A-list compared to anybody. Isn't it like Tal Buckman or something like that? Yeah, how'd you get that? <laughs> 22 million views on YouTube Also right. 8 years ago Go to She's So High I mean go to um, What Eagle, is that? Eagle Eye Cherry yeah. We're going to see how many hits I guarantee you Eagle Eye Cherry has got more Really? Save Tonight? Is it? Yeah, is that yeah. Eagle Save Eye Cherry? Save Tonight I don't think I've heard Eagle Eye Cherry be called A-list compared Ooh, to anyone I might be wrong on this Hey Tell Buckman According to the official Eagle Eye Cherry Vivo YouTube channel yep. They're only up to 11 million Yeah But there is Another one underneath it that's like the Save Tonight lyrics, which is 12 million. What's um the other one on? She's So High? Wasn't it like 22? Yeah. Oh, they're nailing it. But there's not another like equally high She's Above So you? High video. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the... Oh, that's... Yeah, I don't know. The Eagle Eye Cherry channel is like splitting the vote here a bit. Yeah, but it's probably the same people. So I'd say at least on par. But if you add that 11 million and the 12 million, that's 1 million more than Tal Barker. Yeah, but I reckon there's a 1 million overlap of people. Yeah, I mean, I've listened to both those songs <laughs> on, I'm not necessarily on YouTube, no, but No, I mean a 1 million point. overlap of the two Eagle Eye Cherries. So I would say they're at least on par. What do you mean? As in, because there's two videos, yeah. I reckon 1 million of the people that have listened to both of them are the same people. Well, it's probably like three million people that are listening to it like five times. It exactly. doesn't really matter how many people. It's just no. how many hits. We, we're only going by what data we've Ugh, got. Here. I still, yeah, no, nah, do not buy it. All right, well, <laughs> you can go to your Tal Bachman concert, <laughs> I and I will be loving it, well, living it up at the Eagle Eye Cherry. I was going to say, I'll see you after four minutes. They'll both yeah. be very short right. concerts. In fact, we could easily go to both. <laughs> Why don't we just go to both? Yeah, they could be a double header with Natasha and Daniel Bloomfield. <laughs> that would be a solid fifteen minutes. Yeah. Well, this is like a new trend. They can all open. There's a trend lately where. Um, Recently, they did the R&B Fridays tour yeah. like for one radio station. So well, yeah. It was like all these 90s R&B artists that mm-hmm. probably didn't have a career that could still today sustain a whole tour. But they had that like one song. Yeah. And so you can bring them out for like that one or two, you know, song performance each. I think we actually talked about this last week, Forgotten Bangers. Yeah. You it was the Forgotten Bangers you tour. You would definitely hear... TM, don't use that. You would definitely hear <laughs> Tal Bachman and Eagle Eye Cherry in the uh, Crown Casino hallway. Yeah, you definitely would. I don't know, I'm kind of over-saved tonight. I think they've over-forgotten bangered it. Because everyone's like, this is a banger and I bet you haven't thought about it lately. I'm like... You're like, too bad, I did. Too many people are thinking that and bringing it to mind for me. Give me some time to forget. 
Yeah, like bring back Nicki Minaj's come on a cone. <laughs> well, I'm like, I don't want to save tonight right now. Let me forget tonight. <laughs> sure. Maybe five years we'll revisit it. Yeah, maybe then be... we'll visit tonight. All right. Back to would I date Nicki oh, Minaj. Yeah. Like, I just don't think we're a great match. But <laughs> if she asked me out, of course I have you to have say, say yes. yes. I'm like, this is too weird like, <laughs> well, not to like go along with it. any celebrity, really. Yeah, but I mean, like... you got to be in for the ride. Like, I'm a big fan of hip-hop and, like, right. you know, she's had some pretty good albums, so I'd be, like, at least a fan enough to, you know, sustain some conversation. But beyond that... <laughs> it's kind of weird talking about her career. What is she going to add about yours? <laughs> like, she could be, like, boning up on her podcast before we meet up. I'm boning up before there's, you bone, hey, someone would say. There's, like, a big 16-hour or so flight for me to get there. That can help her get <laughs> through a few episodes. Give time to prepare. Yeah. <sighs> We'll start the Nicki Minaj box set. We'll but, send it to her for before right. the, the top sixteen episodes. I'm just curious to know like what common ground we have. Like after we talk about hip hop and specifically Drake, I'm sure <laughs> you know, she's done a no, song. It's kind of weird though because hasn't she slept with it? I mean, that would be a great topic. <laughs> really? Like, I feel like it's an awkward it, topic. What was it like to sleep with Drake? It's I mean, not something you've got in common, though. And then she'll be like, suck my dick, Ben. I'm like, ah, <laughs> hey, you said it. Hey. You're like, sing it. Sing it now. <laughs> and that's your relationship. I mean, what a sitcom. I would watch that. Ooh, now we're talking. <laughs> I feel like she might be a little busy, but we could we could do something. No, one's, no singer has ever been too busy to launch a reality show about their outrageous oh, relationship. Oh, doing a reality show. I was thinking like a whole scripted drama here. Oh, either or. Maybe one to inspire the other. Well, like remember a few years ago they did that Australian... We could have unprecedented access. <laughs> <laughs> they did that Australian um, sitcom about Julia Gillard when she was president. No. It was like... Prime Minister, yeah. by the way. Sure. <laughs> no, when she was president. Don't you remember during that brief coup? Yeah. <laughs> Before the Queen <laughs> came over and sent the British Army? I think it was like At Home with those Julia. Those were times. At Home with Julia or something along right. those lines. Um, I never really watched it, but no. like they just they didn't have Julia Gillard in it. They no. just had some redhead that looked like that. We could do that with Nicki Minaj. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm not nodding. Like, do you want to play Nicki Minaj? I don't. Oh, okay. I don't think I have any looks in common with her. Fair enough. But... Uh, yeah, it's like our dating life and we get up to hilarious... Hijinks? Yeah, hijinks and wacky misadventures. Mm, okay. While she's like, you know, off partying with uh, Snoop Dogg and <laughs> And I'm what like, are you doing animating at home? Yeah, I'm locking myself in my bedroom <laughs> and turning on the microphones. <laughs> like, we've both got a lot going on, Nikki. Yeah. I, uh, I'll see you in... I'm like- not calling film, I'm glad rap, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I need my own space. Right. It would be like uh, Seinfeld, like the way they pitched their show mm. was, this is a show about where comedians get their material. Yeah. Like if all of a sudden I'm hanging out with <laughs> Nicki Minaj, there's a lot there's of- material. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> Funny thing happened uh, on the way to my marriage to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Have you got any uh, New Year's Eve plans? Oh, I haven't really, you know, thought it through yet. It's a bit away. It's five days, mate. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't realize. Ooh, uh, relax. Yeah, 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 I forgot who I was talking I've to. I've got dinner to plan first. Gotcha. You know what I'm like. Sure, <laughs> There's sure. five whole dinners between then and now. That's... And let's not mention brunches. Right? That's where my brain's at. I'm uh, overwhelmed. That's 10 meals. Well, I saw, an, I saw a poster for something that I thought, like, if you didn't have plans, maybe we could go to... Okay. Schnitz and Tits are doing New Year's Eve. Oh, <laughs> I am a vegetarian and straight. So, like, limited enjoyment for me. Yeah, it's one of those things that... Individually, mm. I'm a big fan of both. 
Mm-hmm. Schnitzels. Imagine schnitz with tits. That would be probably the worst combination. I mean, I feel like this is what they're going for. Oh, I thought it was like women and chickens. I have to assume. Yeah. And is that not it? Isn't it Hooters with a different name? Look, it's just the saddest place to end up on New Year's <laughs> it Eve, It is right? a bit sad. Why are you inviting me? <laughs> just because I saw this post, I'm like, who is answering this call of duty? Everyone who is over 40 and doesn't have a wife. No. Yes. It's so, like... The fact that you can resign yourself to walking through that <laughs> door and it's like, yep, I'm... I'm the schnitz and tits on you, yeah, guy. I, I, yeah, I'm here for the palmer and, and uh, I guess the boobs as well. Yeah. Um, they're, they're mostly inconsequential, but if they're here, yeah, right. I may as well Well, I was going to sh- get schnitz anyway, so why wouldn't I? Right. Just, uh, why would I go to, you know, Mrs. Palmer's? For a palmer win, schnitz and tears. It's the same price and it's like, well, you get the bonus boobs. Maybe. So. I'm not here really for that, though. No, it's no. Just Your two palmer's, for one deal is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is more appropriate. Your schnitz are just so much better yeah. than everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sad life. Yeah. I a mean. <laughs> uh, look, I'm not, I'm not saying no. I'm definitely not saying yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, call me on the night. All right, I'll put you down for a maybe <laughs> yeah. and we'll reevaluate I'll depending on in. Yeah, how your uh, next five dinners have gone. All right, I'm penciling in pretty lightly. You're going to miss out. You? Gonna go? No, I've got a life. Oh, okay. I mean, so it's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've got people to see, yeah. places to be, things to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> people to hang out with. All right, okay. But uh, schnitzes to eat at other places. Yeah, I've got non-boob adjacent snitch yeah. to eat. See, that sounds crappy when you. That's got to be their marketing ploy, because schnitz and tits sounds bad. Mm. But if you refer to all other schnitzels as non-boob adjacent, <laughs> that definitely lowers them in quality, doesn't that's it? That's true. Like if it's just like schnitzels or schnitz and tits, you're not like, oh, I'm not a gross old man. No. Like I'll just go to the normal schnitzel place. But if they're like, yeah, 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 go. But those are non-boob but adjacent. Just, yeah, remember. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? In your vicinity, how many boobs are there going to be? None. Zero. Those are none boob adjacent schnitz. Yeah. That's your choice. And you're like, well, congrats, marketing. You've talked into it. <laughs> Sold again. <laughs> you dirty bastards. You've got unprecedented access to these schnitz. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty precedented access, access to the tits, to be honest. Mm, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Pretty much see that on TV that's, these days. Well, that's a regular night at schnitz yeah, and tits. that's right. That's that's the other thing. I'm like, all right, go to schnitz and tits. Mm-hmm. Have you know, have some fun. Mm. But New Year's Eve, there's nah. probably like the one night of the year where there's 50 million parties. Like, going just on. go to any event. Yeah. You probably make a friend. And then you can take them to schnitz and tits <laughs> on New Year's right. Day. Exactly. That'll be that'll be date two. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for date two. Is all I'm saying. Thank you. That's what I'm getting nah. at. On that note, thanks everyone for listening. This has been episode 148 of Insane Ramblings. You can email me, Ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, Vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us. Uh, you can also connect with us on Facebook. Um, please do follow the page and you'll also get um, little clips you can share of previews of the show, behind the scenes stuff and all that kind of thing. And uh, we'll be releasing another Joshua Homme-related episode in our rerun series next week. Enjoy that and know that it was recorded before he did all this crazy <laughs> shit. Joshua Harmy, message to you. Tone it down. Right? <laughs> um, I want to keep that impression going. You can, uh, of course, rate and review us on iTunes and follow us. That's one of the best ways to help out the show. It bumps us up in the Apple rankings. Away. Sea boat. Merry Christmas. Cooperate. Like we just did. <laughs> you feel the animals. 
Welcome to the Kirsty Experiment. I'm your host, Ben, and this is the show where my sister Kirsty goes on dates and tells us about him. Hello. Welcome to my sad little world. <laughs> we have a special Italian international edition. I mean, that's, that's more French. I'll take it. And so uh, what's the story that we're being regaled with today? Okay, so this is not so much a traditional dating story. Mm, okay. Because after Stinky Sweaty Man, which we heard about last week, I decided to take a break from the dating circuit and um, hang out with my friends, which, you know, sounds like a positive way to go. I'd say so. And it is. I, I live next door to my best friend V and her boyfriend G and they're amazing and like they're, they've just kind of like looked, taking me under their wing here and... V is super fun, but she's always like working. She's doing her masters and stuff, and she's also a teacher, so she's really busy. So is G, but he kind of travels for work. So on the weekends, he's back here and ready to like lose his shit. And I don't do a whole lot, so I'm always like just up for whatever. <laughs> All right. G is kind of like me in that he doesn't like know his boundaries or his limits, and it's kind of always accidentally getting himself into trouble I'm like what i do Perfect. how this happen ah. and um the kind of just like again like walking babies like bouncing off walls and not really <laughs> sure how we ended up wherever the fuck we ended up and v is like crazy and wild but she knows her limits like an adult and she kind of just has to like wrestle the two like crazy children into place every now and then or they'll die yeah and we're in a bit of a pickle at the moment because V has gone back to Australia for six weeks and left the children alone. So we are constantly arguing about who has to be the adult in this relationship mm. and neither of us want to do it. So we're pretty sure it's going to go one of two ways. One being we just end up having like a six week bender. Uh, two is we die. <laughs> um, and, and it's so far, you know, it's been like three days, two days. Yeah. I haven't even seen G because I think we're both too scared that the world will implode <laughs> if we just like, <laughs> if we spend time together without V. Doesn't no one take care of us. It's terrible. <laughs> and we're both extremely needy and need a lot of attention. So anyway, that's kind of to set the scene. But I somehow found myself in this like sort of, throplet situation uh -oh. that I'm now like an essential part of this couple. Okay. It's not like a sexual thing. It's just purely friendship, but it's like, this is V and G that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like wherever they go, whenever they go anywhere together, they bring me and I'm just <laughs> always, I'm just always there. And I love it because I don't have many friends here and especially not like, ones that I really click with because it takes time, you know? Mm. And, um, and, and it was kind of like at the start, it's kind of like, I'm just like, like something fresh and new to look at. And like, <laughs> I've been here a while now. I think, I think I'm starting to get irritating as I tend to, but at the start it was like every week, let's go out for lunch. Better call the moo. Like, Kirstie's going to come. It's going to be great. And we all just, you know, go out for lunch, the three of us, and, you know, like have our little throuplet date. And then we come home 
and V will be working on her computer because she's like at the end of her master's so she always has stuff to do and me and G will hang out and like watch a movie and do the, the other coupley things that like I'm in a I'm in a relationship without the rewards but I love it because I'm super lazy so I just get to like nap and watch movies and eat and then they can like fight and <laughs> do all the stuff that couples do. Yeah, you you don't have the the rewards, but you also don't have the uh, downsides either. Exactly. This somehow seems like the most healthy relationship that you've uh, had recently. It's the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. It really is. <laughs> we'll go out for dinner, the three of us, and V will stay home because she's got work to do, and. After dinner, me and G will just like go to a bar or go to a club or something and go dancing. And then we come home and I pass out in my room, which is next door to their bedroom. I have a little room in their house. I live next door, but I also have a room in their house that <laughs> I sleep at over. sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I just go there to nap in the day because it feels, I feel less guilty there if I'm napping all day. It's more exotic than just napping in your own bedroom. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, it's um I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like a beautiful a beautiful little relationship that we've built here. What's well, a weird one, but I'm yeah. I'm glad to hear it uh, is not a relationship that ends in tears for once. No. No. It's been um yeah, I think you're probably right in saying it. it's probably the healthiest relationship I've ever had. Oh god, does this even have to be polyamorous? <laughs> or some shit I don't want to do that I'm too jealous for that I just like I just like being the fun girlfriend where I get to watch movies and complain and <laughs> get patted when I'm sad sure well uh, <laughs> good luck with that and uh, sounds like you can keep it going for a little while until the allure of being the new plaything wears off I think I'm starting to get irritating now <laughs> I think it's like oh can we just have a dinner without her for once and everyone's like, oh, we kind of have to ask her. And I'm like, please ask me. But really, nobody wants me there. So I think, I mean, I think it's good that V's gone away for a few weeks to, so everyone can just have a little bit of a rest from me, which people tend to need. And then I can come back and be all exciting and fresh again. And it'll seem more special when you're napping in their spare bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the worst. <laughs> Sometimes I just come over for a bath too because my family doesn't have a bath. So I'll just come over and use the spa bath and oh then have God. a nap and go home. What a life you're living. <laughs> or watch Netflix. Well, thank you for regaling with another thrilling uh, insight into the life that is Kirsten. <laughs> you're welcome. Insane ramblings.